This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Let me tell you about Barrel Buddy. Um, You clean your guns. You know, if you have guns, of course you clean them. Um, But I, I think it's a pain in the neck, and I've... You know, you got the bag of the little T-shirt that's um, that you stuff down the barrel to clean. It's messy. Uh, my wife won't let me do it in the kitchen. Don't do it in the house. Don't do it in the kitchen. Where am I going to do it? Do it outside. Wait, what? Outs- <sighs> Women. Anyway, uh, so now we have Barrel Buddy. Barrel Buddy had just found it is a great way to clean your gun. Barrel Buddy is a 3D cylinder made up of polymers that don't leave behind any residual particles. No mess. It cleans by scrubbing and collecting particulates throughout your gun's bore, and then it absorbs any uh, remaining uh, residue, buffs the interior surface clean. It is great. Made entirely here in the United States by a company that really shares your values. Pretty major points in its favor. Uh, I just want you to check it out. Just go to the website and look at it and try it. It is fantastic. It really is. BarrelBuddy.com. BarrelBuddy.com. All right. Last hour of the show for the week. Coming up. Welcome to Friday. Oh, everything is racist, including the birds now. I'm going to talk to you about the craziness that is going on that brings us to year zero. If you don't know what year zero is, hang on to your knickers, me mate, because uh, it's coming soon. It's Friday. Let me tell you about preborn. It can be easy to become disillusioned and hopeless when you think about all the things that are going on and then you add the millions of lives that have been lost through abortion and the millions more to come, perhaps. It's hard to see a solution. How can we fight so much evil in the world and ever hope to win? Let me tell you something. This is exactly the way people felt in the 1930s. And everything changed after that. The, the answer is... You just get up every day and just do the next right thing. You just remember what the truth is and you don't move off it. 
The Ministry of Preborn is on a mission to bring the hearts and souls of moms and babies together. All of their services are free. Assistance is provided to up to two years, but they can't do it without you and me. One ultrasound is $28. Five ultrasounds is $140. Preborn has a 100% charity rating, so you can give with confidence, knowing that your money is going to save precious lives. The time is now. Stand up for the lives of babies of all colors and be on the right side of history. Get involved by dialing pound 250, saying the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. Oh, man. Is everything racist? It's time for another episode of Everything is Racist. Everything is racist. Every thought you have is a KKK dream. Everything is racist. White supremacist extreme. All right, going into the Panderverse now, uh, <laughs> as we... As we are looking at uh, Orenthology. Yes, it's very important, Glenn. Uh, I hope you know that a lot of the familiar names you know about from birding. I know you're a big birder. I'm not a big birder. Big I, birder. Glenn, don't, people don't know that. Big birder. I don't know anybody who is a big birder. Oh, huge birder. I eat birds. You, 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 well, that's why you're looking for them, so right. you can eat them. Okay, But yes. that's a little different than the typical birder, mm, I will say. You, yes. you do it a little bit yeah, differently. Yeah, all right. But there, you're going to have to say goodbye to some very familiar bird names. Oh. Like? Like? I mean, say it with me. Anna's Hummingbird. Anna's Hummingbird. Anna's Hummingbird. Gamble's Quail. Gamble's Quail. Lewis's Woodpecker. Lewis's Woodpecker. That one sounds uh, like we shouldn't talk we about should. it. <laughs> what is that? That's Lewis's Woodpecker. Woodpecker. Just leave him alone. Uh, <laughs> Stop playing with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bullock's Oriole. Uh-huh. How many times have you been like, oh, look, it's Bullock's Oriole right over there. Well, I, I usually will just say it's an Oriole, but when it's Bullock's oh, Oriole, yeah. that, it rubs me wrong. It does. It rubs me wrong. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, well, apparently, this is, these are going to go away because of the American Ornithological so- Society, uh, mm-hmm. how they vow to Easy change for you the, to say. I know, to change the English names of all bird species currently named after people along with any other bird names deemed offensive or exclusionary. Okay. Now. Okay, hang on just a second. To whom? The birds? No, the birds the don't care about the birds names. Birds don't care. It's, okay. It's apparently all about right. human beings, as they discussed okay. in the article at all length. Right. So is this happening all over the world, in every language, any any other society that is named a bird? There's only one good. society that matters. And it's really? The, okay. American Ornithological Society. Okay, all right. Which is a word I've said many, many times. Many times. Not just starting yesterday. You remember. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, there have also been names that were named after, like, Native American tribes, Mm -hmm. because that's also offensive. Mm -hmm. Like the Washington Redskins, that was offensive. We had to get rid of that, even though they they approved of it. About 90% of the people Mm -hmm. in the tribe approved of it. That didn't matter. So, um, this move comes as a part of a broader effort to diversify birding and make it more welcoming to people of all races you know and backgrounds. What? I have to tell you, uh, because you know me, I'm I'm one with a hood, and uh, yeah. I'm I'm down with my peeps in the hood, and I'm okay. We're listening to Lizzo, Lizzo, and uh, she's like, "Damn, where is where my phone? Where at? my phone?" And I say to myself, "Lizzo, have you thought about perhaps?" Bird watching, 
and uh, sh- birding. Let's call it by the appropriate well, term, birding. I'm I'm in the hood. I, I'm okay. I'm so this is like a slang term. Bird watching is a slang term, a slang term for term. birding. Okay, yes, got so, it. And she says, "Where the hell my phone?" And I said, "You don't need one. You just go out with all of the stuff that you might get from the." Or anthological society, and mm-hmm. uh, and you just go watch watch them birds. And she said to me, and this is a quote: mm-hmm. "Birding is too racist." Oh yeah. And I said, yeah. mm-hmm. "I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that." But can you explain? And she said, "I don't think I have to." To you, Glenn. And I said, "Damn." right that's right i remember that you told me about that conversation it's a really good story we have contemporaneous notes backing that up in case anyone's anybody wants to see it um so like this is very common actually like a lot of there's a lot of people who are sitting around and there's like you know i'd love to get into birding but I find the name Lewis's wood, woodpecker to be a little offensive i doesn't feel like i'm something else no, besides you don't understand. because there's you know there's never been um an african american in the side of the barn and now I've got to replace that whole slab with Lewis's woodpecker. No, because Lewis's woodpecker put a hole in the barn. It's 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 a, it's a large bird. I can let's stop. Is it? Let's Lewis stop. Lewis had a a big bird. Okay, all right. And a lot of people let's talk about on. that. So, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Are there a lot of people that go through this process that are like, I just you know, because there's never been an African American name with the last name of Lewis. That's never occurred. Yeah. Uh, certainly well, throughout history. So Joe. Uh, yeah, uh, Carl. Carl. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. There's been some, uh, um, but uh, you'd think one who wrote Alice mm-hmm. in Wonderland. That one, yeah. <laughs> Whoever that was. Okay, so bio- biologist Erica Knoll says she was recently visiting some salt marshes. Now I know you have a, a timeshare near a salt marsh that oh, you yeah. visit often. I get all my salt there. Yes. And she saw a common bird there that's called Wilson's snipe. Now, as you know, oh, there's also it. never been an African American with the last name Wilson. Uh, they don't never occurred flip um, <laughs> russell um so which uh, this this bird has a long uh, bill and engages in dramatic displays such as flying in high circles mm. which produces a whistling sound as air flows over specialized feathers very good you yeah. are a birder i can tell yeah, i can tell that's the uh, wilson wilson snipe. The snipe which i think is actually a pretty cool snipe! name yeah that's what it sounds like just snipe! like I do the calls sometimes. But it doesn't say Wilson. It just says Snipe. It just says Snipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this biologist says, quote, and I thought, what a terrible name. I mean, Wilson was the father of modern ornithology. But. But this bird has so many other evocative characteristics. You know, I mean, I think when did, I think of the guy who founded modern ornithology uh, when i think of him yeah i think that damn wilson yes that damn wilson his name is everywhere yeah everywhere what color was wilson with uh, tom hanks white the ball was white mm-hmm. remember that i got it okay so that's the typical craziness number one they're they're calling the bird names racist and acting like you know some Hispanic person's like I can't I would never go into birding now I've always wanted to bird but the name Lewis I may not bird now. <laughs> beautiful bird, a, a little annoying if it's around your house, but a beautiful bird. Um, so you have that part. I have a whole nest of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Secondary part of this, 
which is ridiculous, uh, is they're not just targeting, because I guess there have been some of these people who named birds who also were around in the 1880s and made racial racial remarks or did something terrible. I don't know. So, but they're not just targeting those people. I mean, if it's, if it's like Sherman's N-word, I get it. Right. I get You'd it. You'd understand Right. That. You'd understand a name change with that one. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, we like, it's hard we understand how this process works. We might think it's stupid racing history, but like this has happened all across the country at this point. They're tearing down statues of freaking Ben Franklin. I mean, this is not, yeah, but these guys are not, they're not necessarily bad guys. Wilson's not a bad guy, right? They're not targeting only people who yeah. have done things that could be deemed offensive by modern sensibilities. They're because any- Tom, Tom's blue Jay, Tom's blue Jay. Tom was a, Badass guy. Yeah. He knocked over a few of the Southland Corporation's best 7-Elevens back in the 40s. That's Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Um, but they're targeting anyone, any name, any, if you're named after a person, they're getting rid of it. So even if you're the best person but in the world. not all around the world. Just, just the American. American Orientological Society. Got it. Yes. Okay. okay. And all that's crazy. Okay. That, but that's baseline crazy. There's another level of crazy with this story. And here, here it comes. Um, the president, Colleen Handel, says, that was the first I'd ever really recognized or heard that a name was offensive. She says, at that point in time, concerns about injustice weren't were a tr- traditionally accepted reason for changing bird names. <laughs> but it really started to change in 2020. <laughs> when police officer... Killed George Floyd in Minneapolis. Wait, that's now, when the birders, the birders said enough of this. Enough of the Wilson snipe right. and the Lewis's woodpecker because George Floyd has been killed in Minneapolis. Now you might say, well, what the hell does that have to do with anything? This is a totally different story. No, I might say produce one birder that said that. <laughs> right. Produce just one uh, that said that. But the issue is it was not really george floyd's murder oh it wasn't because on that same day and you may remember it was you may forget that this was the exact same day as george floyd's same murder. day same day remember this same day a white woman a white woman in oh, central park them. in central park called the police on mm. a black birder oh my god named christian cooper so he was a birder yes he in was central a birder park. he was a guy who was in the bushes watching maybe looking for lewis's Woodpecker. Peck, woodpecker. <laughs> she called she called the police claiming right. he was threatening her. Oh, Less than a month later, the group called <laughs> I'm sorry. The group the name called. is so good. <laughs> Less than a month later, a group called Bird Names for Birds. <laughs> bird I've got to well, join this organization. I, wa- I want to be. Names I, for I, bird. I, I, can you look it up, Sarah, real quick? Just look up for their mission statement. What? Yes. What is their mission statement? Uh, Imagine going door to door trying to get people to go into. Uh, we uh, we represent the Bird Names for Birds Club. Yeah. And okay, so so Bird Names for Birds yes. come through. They write to the American Ornithological Society and say, "Hey, George Floyd was killed." This birder was, the police were called by a white woman on this black birder, therefore we should get rid of Wilson's name from Wilson's snipe. That's basically how this conversation went. Now, the problem with the story, if you remember, it was called the Central Park Karen story. Mm-hmm. This is the story. And the, the main issue with this part of it is 
the story has been utterly and completely debunked. At there the, was no black birder. There, no, there, well, not maybe not utterly and completely, <laughs> but the black birder did exist, is a human being. But okay. there's a lot of details you probably haven't heard about. That. Okay, okay. Um, so should we go into those? Yeah, here? I'd like to know the details. Well, Do, you know what? Take Give me a okay. minute just to get over. <laughs> Let me get past Beautiful that. Bird. Oh, majestic. Yeah, that was actually the bird to hear. That wasn't me doing that. Mm-hmm. That's how close. Well, my... you did the call. So now they're all showing up. I know, here. Thanks a lot. Glenn. Thanks. Uh, okay. Let's talk about gold line. You looked at the markets lately. Nothing quite like throwing the keys, of your car down to the poker table and crossing your fingers, right? That's kind of how the way things feel right now. We're experiencing an economy that is in the throes of insanity. You need to diversify some of your portfolio, put it all different places and maybe 10% or so, maybe into precious metals. You find the right mix for you. Here's the deal with every box of 50 gold line, exclusive industry leading two ounce silver maple flex bars. You're going to receive it. No, no additional cost. 50 of the one gram mind your business silver bars. That means with every box of Maple Flex, you're going to get a thousand individual pieces of silver. And if you're one of the people who returned the survey to Goldline that they just sent out, you'll qualify for an additional bonus on top of that because they found out in the survey people wanted more specials on silver. So they have it. Call and get it today. 866 Goldline. 866 Goldline. They're waiting for you now. 866 Goldline or Goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So if you remember how this story went down, uh, here's, so here's a couple headlines. A black man bird watching in Central Park asked a white woman to leash her dog. She called the police. Mm. Um, mm. Amy Cooper was her name. She was charged with in Central Park false report against a black bird watcher. And the problem is that a, is that an actual crime? Is that the crime she was charged with? A false, a false police report. Yeah. Oh, but not against a black bird watcher. oh yeah well, well that's a separate crime it's like a hate crime <laughs> okay okay it's that's like there's, what, there's false reports it, and then false reports against black, black birders birders and yeah. that's bad so let me give you the uh the footage of this incident because you'll remember it when you hear it this is uh, amy cooper uh being very uh frantic and ins- i mean she's hysterical in this clip of course the black birder was in the right here is uh, Amy Cooper. This is from the day George Floyd do- died. Would you please stop? Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please, please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. I'm taking pictures and calling the cops. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. Oh, this I'm is I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. I'm sorry, I'm in the ramble. And there is a man, African-American, who has a bicycle helmet. He's recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African-American man. I am in Central Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. I'm being threatened by a man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. I'm in Central Park in the ramble. I don't know. Thank you. Okay. Now, she's very hysterical. She's very hysterical. He seems like he's under control and a nice totally guy. Calm but guy. It's two New Yorkers that are just probably a little nuts. 
They're arguing. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's to take it back to this moment, though, in, in all seriousness, New York City around May 2020 was pretty freaking nuts. People oh, were afraid true. to go outside. This is like this oh, is like true. very that's beginning true. of covid. Um, and, you know, we can all look back at some of the hysteria then, you know, with certainly, you know, noticing how ridiculous it was. Oh, that's probably but, why she, in her twisted New York way, said he's threatening my life because she, she was saying, don't come closer to me. And she's wearing a mask. Well, that that's that's could be that. Um, remember, too, she also had health problems. She was uh, predisposed to being more affected to COVID. She she had barely gone out at all outside. Oh she was gosh. a terrified person. And a lot of people in New York at that point were very terrified. They still are. Some of them remain to this day. Um, but what happened to her afterward? She was a uh, you know, white woman who called police on Black Birdwatcher has been fired. They took her dog from they took her. her dog? They took her dog and... She actually went into hiding, left the country, and went into hiding after this. So let's just say for a minute she is a racist and she did this. You wouldn't necessarily think you'd have to leave the country, but she was being threatened by people. She was terrified of everybody. It was very, very bad for her. When we come back on the other side, I want to give you the actual perspective of what occurred in this incident, because nobody knows. Everyone watched it that way. The media covered it the way I just described racist white karen going after this black guy for absolutely no reason and uh she she good she got fired good they took her dog good she's out of the country she's a terrible human being in every way okay i don't agree with that i'm glad maybe she's out of the country but for entirely different reasons really yeah i mean oh gee we lost a new another new yorker who was walking their par walking their dog in the park who was wearing a mask and all freaked out about going inside oh but i don't i mean i'd like her to move away in happy terms like i really don't like it here You're right people make too much sense that's true well yeah. i mean i don't as far as i know she's not even a member of bird names for birds oh i and don't that's... know i've got it pulled up here i can oh you do i'll look yeah can i no. join is that am i can i get on board with uh, bird well names i was just birds? looking at the background um concerns about the honorific common bird names is not new but this movement seeks to change those names oh yeah mm -hmm. thank god mm -hmm. thank mm -hmm. god these names are going away so they're very upset about bachman sparrow is the first one they bring oh really yeah bachman why what did bachman, bachman do was a bad just well bachman i I believe that's probably Jewish. Oh. And the Jewish Zionists, they control all of the bird names. I've been hearing that a lot on college campuses lately. <laughs> uh, it's interesting you bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we'll uh, finish that. And uh, we've got something else for you to chew on over the weekend. Coming up, stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. Legend has it that in ancient times long ago, at the very back of the department store, buried for centuries beneath pallets of bath mats and shower curtains and unsold jean shorts, there existed a set of towels that actually absorbed things. Legends passed into myth, myth passed into shadow, and today no one knows whether it was ever true to begin with or not. So why bother with a store 
when MyPillow is announcing two brand new lines of my towels for you to try. They're made with amazing ring-spun cotton, which makes them incredibly absorbent and soft. So you can stand and say, you shall absorb! And it'll be great. And then you can take your stick. And anyway, you get a six-piece towel set now for amazing introductorial price at $29.98 with my promo code Beck. You'll get the designer premium line, you know, so when you have guests over for $20 more. No matter what set you decide on, it's 50% in savings. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. MyPillow.com. Or call 800-966-3117. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You will save 36 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV with the code Glenn Plus. Stu, I think we're going to have to come back on Monday with more on this because I'm on birdnamesforbirds.com uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it needs to be shared. Really? I think it needs to be We shared. need to go more in-depth on this. Oh, I think so. I like day. that idea. Yeah, okay. Well, so, reset the table. Okay, birds. Bir- all the bird names are changing because the bird names are racist, thanks to bird names for birds. Uh, and <laughs> Dot com. And dot com. Yeah. And in addition to that, the Central Park Karen story is, is central to this because they... That was the impetus for this to change. A white woman hysterically calls 911 on a, on a black guy doing nothing. He's a birder. And that's how this all starts. Yeah, she okay. looks horrible. She looks horrible. And the video, when I saw it, I thought it looked bad, too. I mean, it, yeah. lo- it does. Um, so she's And the black guy seems... Totally cool. calm. So she's increasingly hysterical. I mean, but he's hysterical. a bird watcher, so I, I, I go down on points. Sure. Yeah. She's increasingly hysterical, getting louder and louder and louder, screaming into the phone, acting like it's getting worse and worse and worse. So why was she so hysterical? Was it a performance? This is from um, Barry Weiss's podcast, Honestly. This has been described by some journalists as a performance almost. Mm. And certainly for me, when I saw it, like she seemed to be getting increasingly hysterical. I agree. And it's hard not to view that without any context as her like really trying to pour it on and make this more urgent. But we tracked down the actual 911 call audio. And that was kind of revelatory for me. I'm sorry, your phone is breaking up really bad. I can't hear anything you're saying. It is abundantly clear that the 911 operator cannot hear what Amy is saying. Ma'am, I cannot hear anything. The phone is breaking up really bad. Immediately when the call goes through, I realize it's a bad connection. And they can't hear me, and I can't hear them. I'm sorry, I can't hear you either. I'm being threatened by a man into the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. When I watched this video for the first time, that possibility had not entered my mind. Yeah, it didn't occur to me either. So she's yelling louder and louder because the operator is telling her she can't be heard, right? That's why she's 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 getting more and more frantic. Now, why is she so frantic? Her claim is that he threatened her. Before the video turned on. Mm-hmm. Now, how do we know, right? How could we possibly know if he threatened her? Possibly one way we could know is this. A Facebook post that the guy posted. He uploaded the original video and his sister posted on Twitter as well in the hours after the encounter. In the post, Christian, the black birder, 
recorded his contemporaneous account of what happened in the moments before the camera started rolling. Quote, he says to her, look, if you're going to do, do what you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. Now, that's a threat. That is a threat. This is, by the way, in a, in a isolated area where yeah. they're having a bad interaction. She, he also, by the way, is carrying dog treats. He's a birder carrying dog treats. Why would he do such a thing? Hmm. Well, he's apparently had many incidents with other dog walkers that he didn't like because birders are mad at dog walkers. There's a b- bird versus yeah, dog battle going right, on apparently right. in this area. chase birds away. Right. So there he's very mad. This has happened so many times. He's gone to the store, purchased dog treats, and brings them to lure the dogs away from their dog owners when they're off the leash. Hmm. And I know if you're someone who's the guy, a big guy says to you, hey, if, look, if you're going to do what you want, take having your dog off the leash. I'm going to do what I want and you're not going to like it. That's from his account of this mm-hmm. incident. So was it a one time thing? Was this? Well, apparently not. Was it a racist thing where white women are mad at him? Apparently not. May 2020 testimony provided by Jerome Lockett, a black man said Christian had aggressively threatened him in the park as well. Among the details, when I saw that video, I thought I cannot imagine if he approached her the same way how she may have approached me. She would have been genuinely afraid for her life. Wow. He continued, if I wasn't who I was, I would have called the police on that guy too. Instead, he wound up pushing the guy over and they got into a physical altercation. He also says, same witness, black guy. He says... My two fellow dog owners have had similar interactions with this man, but don't feel comfortable coming forward because they are white. They think they'll be seen as some Karen or whatever. So this guy had done this. He had talked publicly about having these incidents and bringing the dog treats intentionally to intimidate dog owners. He talked about it publicly. None of this was reported initially. Now, think about this from the perspective of the previous big controversy on the left, the Me Too movement. Here's a a woman by herself being threatened by a man. The woman is a previous victim of sexual violence. Is she? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She's terrified by this guy. She doesn't know what's going on. There's no context of that given in any of the reporting. This is, again, from uh, Honestly. And in this story... There's a woman, she's in an isolated place, butting up against the woods, and she's suddenly being threatened by a man who's much physically larger than she is. And by his own account, he says to her, if you're going to do what you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. Yeah. Um, And it's one of the things that's most surprised me about media coverage of these events. Mm -hmm. A lot of the media outlets who are involved in pushing narratives about Me Too, in this particular context— are either completely omitting this detail of the story or they are framing it in a way that makes it seem completely innocuous. So the, the media coverage is maybe the biggest part of this because they wanted this story to be to a be certain true. way. They mm-hmm. wanted it to be true so yes. badly. Now, the New York, it was important to note, that witness I talked about, the other African-American gentleman yes. who was, the New York Times had all of this information throughout their reporting and didn't put it in any story for weeks oh my god weeks eventually they did stick it in a story and the details of that are almost even more infuriating listen the times does eventually get around to quoting christian cooper saying 
if you're going to do what you want to do, I'm going to do what I want to do, but you're not going to like it. But not until 2,300 words into a 2,500-word story. Oh, my God. You don't get the actual threat that he issued to her until you've already read about Amy Cooper's years-old affair with a married man that ended in a lawsuit. And Mr. Cooper's childhood history of bird watching, his love of comic books, his graduation from Harvard. Unbelievable. Like, they made an editorial decision to bury the complicating details of this account in a way that would not create question marks around the, the bit of moral clarity that they seem to be going for with this story. This needed to be a pristine account of the peril that black men face in America, of the peril that black people face just going about their daily business. And the fact that this story maybe doesn't fit that narrative never seems to enter into anyone's imagination. I, I honestly can't recommend enough going back and listening to that episode of Honestly with Barry Weiss. It's uh, on, on the Central Park Karen. It, the whole thing is incredible. And there's much more detail we left out because of time. It is. It, it, this is why truth matters. Mm. There's got to be people because I know that story, but I didn't know all of that. Yeah. Uh, Neither did I. I mean, that's that's shocking. Just shocking. Uh, back in just a second. Uh, Barbara wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. Uh, she said, we have a six-year-old Cocker Spaniel that had some behavior issues over food. Never seemed satisfied. Uh, he has allergies. We're only a few days in the bag of rough greens. But we can already see an improvement. He's eating very well to the point of licking his bowls and my finger uh, if it has any residue on it. So far, so good. Thanks, rough greens. Barbara, thanks for writing in and thanks for trying it with uh, your dog. It's not a dog food. It's something you put on the dog's food and you sprinkle it on. And uh, it has everything your dog needs to stay healthy um, in there. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. And you can read all about it and even take it to your vet. I did mine. My vet was like, if you can get your dog to eat this, this is great. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. They're going to give you a free bag just so you could try it out. A little trial bag. Make sure your dog likes it. Um, first trial bag is free. You just pay for shipping. Call them now at 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Let me take you back 30 days ago. It was October 5th. I launched a 40-day guide to understanding the covenants in the Bible. And everybody was like, we're doing a covenant show on what? The old... Uh. But it, it seemed like an insane move at the time. And, you know, me being insane, launching a study of the Bible uh, on a commercial radio program didn't seem like the best move. But I did it anyway. I told you it was a major risk at the time that all... Logical reasons told me not to do it, but I felt like I needed to. So we did. Two days later, October 7th, Israel was attacked by Hamas. The week, that week, we were studying the covenant that God made with Abraham when God promised him and the people a land, the land of Israel. Suddenly, it wasn't just an old dusty Bible story with no modern relevance. It suddenly was real. It was the core of the conflict. 
I walked through my office that week and I saw my research team searching through Bibles. And when you see multiple members of your staff reading Book of Revelation, it's a little eerie, a little eerie. But whether you believe in God or not, you cannot understand what's happening in Israel if you don't understand the Bible. You can't understand the evil that we are fighting. You can't make sense of evil if you don't understand at least the idea of God. Why are the Jewish people so hated? There's tons of reasons. Why does everybody have an opinion about Israel, a nation six times smaller than Florida? Because having Jewish people living in a land promised to them by God just might prove that God is real. The reason why people hate Israel is a God thing. It is. They look at that tiny little nation that was promised to be restored and then was 2,000 years later, and you're, what? Israel's not a perfect nation. Jews aren't perfect. Not at all. Nobody is. But what sets that nation and people apart is that God was talking about them to Abraham 2,000 years ago. And for generations, that land and people have represented God to the world, even if they didn't want to. Remember, Jesus came to the Jew first and then to the Christians. Is it a coincidence that that is exactly the same order that evil uses? First, they visit the Jews, and then they come for the Christians. This is why conflict matters in the West, even to non-believers. Our nation was founded on the principles of the Old and New Testament. It's a story about the people of Israel. It's the backbone of our freedom, our ideas of justice, inalienable rights, liberty. All of that comes from the Old Testament. All of it. That's why Hamas hates us as well, because we also represent God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Even now, when we're losing our minds because of our history, we are permanently connected to that God. And the same is true in Israel. And we can't escape our own history. And I don't want to. I love our founding principles. I love that we're a nation that says no man can take away the rights that God gives. Believers and unbelievers. All of us should be able to live freely. The Bible is part of the American story. The land of Israel is the main setting in the Bible. You want to understand why we're hated? Study the Bible. Today, 30 days into our 40-day fast and prayer, we're launching into the study again. If you want to go, if you will, go to glenbeck.com. I invite you right now to sign up. You're going to receive all 40 days of this study straight in your inbox. You just go to glenbeck.com slash first 40, and you can sign up. If you go to glenbeck.com, you'll not only find this, but you'll also find another 15 days, because we're now 15 days away from the covenant. We're actually like 13 days away from making the covenant on the air. And I really want you to understand it, understand how it fits in America, understand why Abraham Lincoln did it, why our pilgrims did it, why George Washington did it, and what it means when we become a covenant people that break the covenant. This is essential if you really want to restore America. It starts with you in your home with your family. Do that now at Glenbeck.com.
Dot-com. How much time do I have here, sir? Two minutes? Oh, I've got a present for you, Stu. I got this, and I this screamed you. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you'll have to... Biden instruction manual? Yes. Now, it's it's not... It's not spelled the same way. I mean, it's spelled the same yeah. way, but it has a capital D. Yeah, it does. I noticed yeah. that. Biden. Yeah. Biden. Biden. But it's a Biden. It's it's an original. I mean, this is an authentic Biden watch. Really? Yeah. Uh, and I I thought of you when I saw it. I thought, you know who needs a Biden watch is to because really? yeah, and it's just like it's just like Joe Biden. Uh, it's, it is. Uh, it's very. Glamorous. It just screams. Now I'm a Corvette driver. I mean, an old Corvette driver, and it identifies my life. That's what I think it screams. It also screams. Mm, I uh, I've never really worked for my money at all. Yeah, I, gonna, I mean, it does. It does. It has a lot of shiny stuff on it, but um, yeah, but none of it's real. None I was of it's gonna real. Say, it yeah. does feel very plastic. Yeah, you yeah. Know, none of it. So the gold's is... not real, and the best thing is, it doesn't work at all. I mean, it'll keep well, time, but not really. Yeah, not with the hands. I'm noticing yeah. the hands, but the, the, there's a, di- a digital element behind it, yes, which is very nice. Very nice. Yeah. And that seems to be working. Yeah, you can't trust it to tell you anything. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought, I mean, you'd be the first. You're the first to have the Biden, the Biden watch. Wow. Now, where did you? Hmm? Where did you get this? Is this a real? This is a real thing. Is it a set? Is it supposed to make fun of Joe Biden, or is nope. it a real? Nope. Is it supposed to be good? A friend, I'm actually regifting. A friend of mine gave that to me, and I thought, we've got to become the wholesaler of Biden watches. <laughs> that is so horrible, so ugly, so awful. Wait, is it meant to actually celebrate Joe Biden? No. It's no, just a separate just a, brand. It's named a separate J- brand wow. called Biden, but it screamed to me, Joe Biden. It screams to me, hair plugs. <laughs> yes, it's yes, perfect. Like, it's perfect. It actually says on the back, it's stainless steel back. Well, that's the only place that's actual metal on the entire watch. <laughs> oh, it's made entirely out of heavy metal plastic. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. So, yeah. Wow. So, The Glenn Beck Program.